You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Life podcast, the very first episode of 2021. I am your host, Shasta, and please excuse me if I sound a little overjoyed, overexcited, and overenthusiastic today. It's simply because I am. I am very excited about the new year. Truth be told, uh, this is actually my favorite time of year besides Halloween, Um, but my favorite time of year because I just love getting stuff done, getting organized, making new goals, making new aspirations, making new lists. It's just kind of my wheelhouse. And so I just have a lot of energy and a lot of excitement this time of year. And that is uh, good for some people because some people like that kind of thing. And it's also really annoying for others. So if you're annoyed by people who really get into the new year, then you might want to pass on this one because (laughs) I am... uh, Uh, Yeah, overjoyed. And I'm also excited today to talk to you about one of my favorite topics, and that would be rocking your health and nutrition. And the reason I bring this up is actually very organic. I did not have a real plan to talk about this today, but I have seen so many people on social media over the last two to three days. I'm recording this on uh, January 4th, Um, but over the last couple of days talking about their New Year's resolutions and their goals and fitness and health, and I've read so many comments that I thought, you know what, this is something I want to speak on because I'm super passionate about fitness, health, and nutrition. It is a hobby of mine. And I say hobby because I want to make sure that I'm clear here. I am absolutely not an expert on anything I'm going to say today, okay? You hear me? Not a doctor, not an expert, not a nutritionist, not a trainer, none of it. I am just coming to you from a place of passion and love and support and advice. I'm just another person who has been down the road and I'm turning around and saying, hey, I went down this road and here's what worked for me. And if you want to try some of these things, great. If you don't, no worries. I'm just giving you my advice of what's worked and what hasn't. Um, But take it for what it's worth with a grain of salt because, again, not an expert. So that is my official disclaimer. Now let's get into it. I see so many people this time of year that are super, super excited to change their whole game when it comes to fitness and health and nutrition. And by all means, I love the passion. I'm a passionate person, obviously, and I love when people dive all in. But sometimes, speaking from experience here, that can actually hurt us because a lot of people dive in on January 1 of a new year and they go, all right, I'm going to change all the things. I'm going to start working out every day. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to start cooking fresh food and I'm going to drink a thousand ounces of water every day slight exaggeration. But, you know, everybody wants to do all the things all at once. And from my experience, sometimes, a lot of times, that sets us up for failure. You know, we go from December 31st coming out of a holiday break where you probably eat crappy and drink or, you know, have bad habits or whatever. And then we just try to, boom, flip a switch January 1 and all that is supposed to magically go away. It's no surprise that it sets us up for failure, right? That's a pretty extreme jump from one thing to another. So if you have made some resolutions for fitness, health, nutrition, first of all, I just want you to take a big old deep breath, okay? 
I am giving you permission right this very second that you don't have to do all of the things all at once. What has worked for me? Again, not an expert. I'm just telling you what I have found in my experience. I have been really on the workout fitness health train for just about a decade now. I mean, consistently, um, I've been kind of an on and off athlete my whole life in high school and college, you know, sports, whatnot, but I'm talking about like actually taking care of myself, understanding what I'm putting in my body, understanding what I'm doing as, you know, my fitness workout and all of that. It's been about a decade. Okay. So I used to do that. I used to be a terrible eater. Number one, I used to really hate working out if I worked out at all. I mean, I was definitely in that really bad loop of bad self-talk, you know, and then eating because I felt crappy and then feeling crappy because I was eating. I mean, I was in that loop hardcore and I just finally got sick of it. And so I turned my life around and I decided actually after my dad's death, my dad um, passed away of a heart attack because he, let's be real, was not the most healthy individual. He did not eat great. He did not drink very much water. He drank a ton of coffee. He smoked. He drank. um, And he ate like a bird. Like he actually didn't eat very much food at all. And what he did, it was like cafe food. You know, it just was not, it was not good. And so after he passed away, um, I knew that I share his heart condition. And I knew that if I went down an unhealthy path, that I could end up dying in my 50s, just like he did. And it was a real wake up call for me when he passed away. So after that, I decided to change my life. Now, at first, I did try to change all the things all at one time, and obviously, that didn't work. But what has worked over the years are changing little habits one at a time, being successful at those little habits, and then building onto them. So the very first thing I started was just trying to work out regularly, okay? I started with a program called P90X through Beachbody. This is not an ad. I am a Beachbody coach. If you want any information on Beachbody, I'm always here to help you out with it. But again, I'm not here to push that. But I did sign up for Beachbody way back in the day, and I started with a program, P90X, Tony Horton, shout out, love that man. He is like a god in my world. And that program changed my life because I promised to myself, I swore to myself, this is 90 freaking days. This is a program that is three months of my life. If I can't give myself that, if I cannot get through 90 days just for myself, then what can I do? You know, if I'm not prioritizing myself, and by the way, this was before kids. This was when I was far less busy. I mean, I really had no excuses whatsoever. I was able, like my body was able to do it. I had the time to do it. I just didn't have the want to, but damn it, I decided I was going to do it and I did it. It was three months, 90 days. I accomplished it. It was hard as hell. Oh my God, Tony Horton. Woo! If you've ever done any of his programs, you know he is a hard ass. And I talk about him like I know him. I don't. He's a friend of my head. Um, But he was, you know, my coach for 90 days. And he changed my life. Period. Full stop. Changed my life. Doing that program was so important. Not just because, you know, it physically did change me. I mean, I lost some pounds and inches and I felt better. But most importantly, it was because I told myself I was going to do something. I gave myself a very specific goal and just one. It was just one goal, okay? Three months of that one workout. That's all I wanted to get through. And I did it. And that right there gave me the confidence to build on top of it. I thought, 
after I got done with that, by the way, I had a medal ceremony in my house. Yes, I did. (laughs) I had my best friend Gianna come over. She took pictures of me. I stood on my ottoman. I gave myself a made up medal. I was so damn proud of it. You know, it was a big deal. It was a big accomplishment for me. And so that moment really pushed me forward in my health and fitness game because I told myself like P90X is no joke. And the fact that I was able to finish that program It gave me so much confidence that I could do anything I wanted. So slow down, take a breath, and decide on one thing. And be realistic about that one thing. A lot of people sign up for gyms and then never use them. I was that girl a thousand percent. I don't even want to know or think about the amount of money I have spent in my lifetime to gyms I never stepped foot in. I've had gym memberships at 24-Hour Fitness, at Valley Fitness, at a couple local clubs here where I live. And I'd go here and there, but I mean, trust me, they were making a killing off the money that they got from me because I was never using their equipment. And it was just because it didn't work for me. It wasn't realistic for my lifestyle. I didn't want to get ready, get in my car, drive to a place, even though sometimes it was just a few blocks away. I still didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. The whole process of going to a gym for me, in my experience, my opinion, it just wasn't for me. Some people love gyms and that's great. If you're one of those people, by all means, go all in. Some gyms are really great. They offer great group classes. Well, not right now during COVID, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, if a gym is for you and you can get there once COVID is all all over with, then by all means do that. But for me, It wasn't working and I had to be realistic about it. I had to know that, you know what, that's not for me. So I found something that did work for me and that was Beachbody. Again, not an ad, but the reason Beachbody worked for me is because it was something I could do from home. Number one, all I had to do was put on my damn shoes and work out in my living room, okay? And I didn't have to be embarrassed if anybody was watching me and I looked like a fool or I wasn't doing something right or I wasn't, you know... I don't know, lifting enough weights. I was a little bit more in my head at that time. I was in my 20s. I wasn't as secure of a person. I wasn't as confident of a person. Now I wouldn't give a shit what people think about me and if they're looking at me or not because I know now most people are not worried about you. They're only worried about themselves. (laughs) That's just the truth. I hate to be harsh, but it is the truth. I know that now. But even if they are looking at you, like who cares? Who cares? You do you and do whatever you can to be proud of it, okay? But At the time, I was, you know, a little less confident. So I would do that in my house. Didn't have to worry about that. And it just worked for me. So take note of what your life is like. How much time do you really have to get a workout in? If you only have half an hour, you probably should do something easy from home. Because a half an hour to get to a gym, get a workout done, and then get home from a gym, it's nothing. It's not enough time. So just look over your life. Take sort of, you know, a pen to paper kind of thing and write out what's going on in your day-to-day, make a plan, which days work for me to work out, what could I do within the frame of my life. And with all that being said, do whatever you can with whatever you have wherever you are. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Do whatever you can with whatever you have wherever you are. It's so easy to get caught up in excuses oh, you know, I can't do that because I don't have the right equipment or I don't have the right weights or I don't have the right shoes or the right clothes or I I can't work out because I can't get to a gym. 
all of those are just excuses, okay? And I'm not trying to be harsh. Maybe it's a little bit of tough love, but I'm just telling you, a lot of people look for excuses. I can say that because I was that person. I was that girl. Because I didn't really want to work out. It didn't sound fun to me. It sounded like punishment, (laughs) quite frankly. And I just thought, I could think of a million reasons why I can't do something right now as far as a workout goes. And I would talk myself out of working out all the time, on the regular. But when I realized that I was looking for excuses instead of just getting to it, whatever that was, it it finally snapped me out of it. And I hate to say that it took my dad's death to really knock me upside the head, but it did. You know, and sometimes it takes something that extreme to make you realize what you need to be doing for yourself. Okay, so whatever you can do, look, if you're not physically able to run for whatever reason, fine. Nobody's asking you to run. Maybe you could do yoga or maybe Pilates is your thing or maybe having a dance party with your kiddos that gets them involved, gets them up and moving around and off their screens or whatever. You know, some people kind of laugh at that because I've joked about having a dance party as a workout on social media. But if you wear any kind of Apple Watch or Fitbit or whatever, and you watch your heart rate while you're dancing around like a maniac with your children, your heart rate spikes. So if you're doing that for, you know, half an hour, hey, boom, there's your workout. It was fun. You didn't think about it and you had a great time with your kids. I mean, win, win, win. Okay. So get creative, whatever you can do with whatever you have. If you don't want to, if you don't have the money to, don't go buy a bunch of equipment, a bunch of weights, a bunch of stuff that you might not even use. How about this? How about you just start working out with whatever you have first, fall in love with something, find whatever is your thing. Maybe you're a runner like me. Maybe you do yoga. I do yoga once a week. I love it, but I don't do it every day. Some people do. Some people love it so much that that's what they do every single day. Great. Find whatever your thing is, fall in love with it. And then if you're doing it consistently and you feel like there's a piece of equipment that could make it better or make it more interesting or whatever, then buy that. But again, don't just go all in. It's like people who organize, right? They, instead of purging and doing it slowly and thinking things out, they just go to the container store and buy every single thing under the sun to get organized. And then they come home and they have run out of gas. And I mean energy. And so now they have all the crap they didn't get rid of and all these containers that they don't know what to do with and they're burnt out. Can you tell I'm speaking from experience? (laughs) I've been there too. So it's the same concept, okay? So find something you love as far as a workout goes. And then later on, if you want to dive in a little further and buy some equipment that can support that workout, then fantastic. And wherever you are goes back to the whole gym or no gym thing, right? You don't have to have a whole lot of space in your house to do a workout like what I do uh, through Beachbody. I mean, literally, when I first started, I had maybe two lengths of a yoga mat, maybe. I mean, I was doing it in a portion of my living room right in front of the TV when I first started. Now, this has become such a big part of my life. I have created a garage gym for myself, and it is my sanctuary. I love it. I work out in it every day. And it has made me so much happier because it makes my workout so much greater uh, because I have a space that's my own. It feels like a gym. There's great energy in there. I've created it to be that way and all that. But when I first started, I didn't have anything. I was like on the carpet in my living room just trying to figure it out. And that's okay. Wherever you are, do whatever you can 
with whatever you have, wherever you are, okay? By the way, I stole that from somebody. I've heard several people say that. I think it was Rachel Hollis's originally, but I'm not sure. But I just want to give credit. It wasn't me, but I think it's fantastic. So that's why I preach it. Okay, going back to fitness, find something that you like or some things, a couple of different things that you really love and feel free to change it up every day. Now, I love running. Like if I have time, my go-to without thinking is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put on my shoes and I'm going to run out the door. And I'm going to do probably like three to four miles. That's kind of my basic run. But I worked up to it. Again, just want to say I could barely run when I first started. But that's my go-to. That's my love. I love running um, conditionally for my fitness. I love what it, how it makes me feel and all that. But also mental therapy, it just it gives me a lot of good. But I also love weights. And I have only learned to love doing weight training in the last mm, probably two years. And again, that comes from really diving into Beachbody. There's over like 900, I think, workouts inside of that. Think about it if you if you don't know what it is. Think about it like this. It's like Netflix for workouts. Okay. So there's like all kinds of different programs you can do based on anything you could think of. I mean, there's anything from weightlifting to yoga to country line dancing. And no, I'm not making that up. All kinds of stuff. So when I started really digging in there and finding different things I liked, I fell into um, weight training and loved it. I also really appreciate yoga now. If I don't do yoga once a week, I feel it. My body gets tight. I feel my hips really tighten up. My husband and I, we do yoga together every single Sunday. Our son does it with us. I mean, kind of, he really climbs on top of us, but either way, it's in his life and he knows what yoga is. He has seen us do yoga every week for his entire life. So I love the idea that that deep breathing and stretching is something that he's very familiar with and I hope will be a part of his life too. So all of that being said, I run a couple times a week, I do weight training a couple times a week and I do yoga. Um, And then I just, I just rotate, but I move my body every single day. And the number one thing that people say whenever I say that I move my body 30 minutes a day every day, oh, but you need a rest day. Yes, I do. I do have a rest day, but it's an active rest day, meaning that I just walk like my rest day would look like stretching or maybe yoga. I might consider yoga um, if it's kind of a basic, more simple style of yoga, a rest day or I'll go on a casual walk with my son, but I'm still moving my body. I'm still walking. Um, half an hour at least, just to keep the juices flowing. And the reason I do it that way, I don't just like rest, sit on the couch, do nothing, is because I have asked several doctors in my lifetime. I have read a ton about this. And basically everything I've read and everything I've talked to doctors about is that if you're taking in calories, then you can burn calories every day. Now, if you're in a situation where you're super ill, and your nutrition is super off, and you have no, like, way, I mean, like, those are extreme circumstances, okay? So take all of that into consideration. Know yourself, know your situation, know what's going on, but if you're a regular, healthy person that is able to move, then you could be moving every day, okay? It doesn't have to be extreme. It can be, or it can be just taking a chill walk with the dog around the neighborhood, but do something to keep your juices flowing. If you don't use it, you lose it. Now, A quick bit about nutrition, and I say quick bit because, again, not a nutritionist, not an expert. I'm not going to sit here and give you any specific nutrition advice, but what I will say is try your hardest not to do fad diets unless you have done your research, you have read, 
Maybe you've done some food tests, some allergy tests. You've talked to a nutritionist or a doctor or whatever, and you feel like that specific diet is great for you, then okay. But just because your neighbor's cousin told you that keto worked for them and you do no research, you do no reading or anything about it, and you just dive right into it, that is, again, setting yourself up for failure. Because the thing about trends or fad diets is, is that not one thing is the fix-all. And I'm probably going to get a little blowback on this one because people, when they fall in love with a diet that works for them, they swear it is truth from the good Lord's mouth. It is truth and it will work for everyone 100% of the time and they will not hear any different. And I, I get it, okay? When you find something that works for you, it's super exciting, right? And you're super passionate about it. And it's very, very hard to understand that it's not the fix for every human on the planet. But the truth is, it's not the fix for every human on the planet. Okay, there are a million different body types, a million different metabolisms, a million different makeups of how people are. And so much goes into health and fitness and nutrition. Nothing will ever be a one stop shop fix all. Okay, if it was, we'd all know about it. (laughs) We would all be on it and it would all be great. Okay, so whatever it is, whether it's, you know, paleo, keto, whole 30, Atkins, vegan, vegetarian, whatever. If you want to try something like that, just do your due diligence. You need to be your own case study. And what I mean is like you need to really invest in your body. You know, like I said, do some testing. I recently did some food testing because I was having some tummy trouble. I found out after 39 years that apparently I don't do well with eggs. Like who in the hell knew? I had no idea. But I was having some tummy trouble. And looking back over my habits, it often popped up after I would do like an avocado egg toast. (laughs) And so there you have it. When I eliminated them from my diet, I don't have that issue anymore. So that came from testing. Uh, That test that I did was Everly Well. Um, I don't have a code or anything. It's not an ad. I'm just telling you what I used and I liked it. You do have to, you know, prick your finger and it sucks um, and you have to drip blood out. It's a little graphic, uh, but it works. Um, If you have a little extra dough, and you want to hire a nutritionist or maybe a specific uh, internal doctor of some sort that can go over all of these things with you, great, do that. Definitely do that. Um, but I just I just want to steer you clear of just jumping in and just doing something because it's a fad or everyone says it's great or everyone says it works. Uh, just be your own case study and give yourself the time and the energy and the due diligence to really find out what your body is made of, how it works, and what works best for your body and your situation. I happen to be a vegetarian. I started being a vegetarian very young, like when I was 15. It was the first time I cut out red meat, and then I slowly just got rid of all of it. Um, So I don't do meat. I was a vegan for about a year, um, and I really loved that. To be totally frank with you, I had a lot of energy when I was a vegan. It worked for me really well. Um, I only stopped because that year I did really great. And then I hit the holidays and it completely ruined it for me. Just a, a willpower situation. And then I never went back, but it's something that I would really consider doing again. It's not the easiest lifestyle for me because I love cheese. Um, and so that, that's just one of my things. Like I love it. It's great, but I'm not great at it, okay? But being a vegetarian, it's easy for me because I don't miss meat. I don't like meat. I don't like the texture of it. I don't think about it. I don't even remember how it tastes. I haven't had it in decades, and so it's no big deal. So again, even with food, find what works for you. Now, if we're going to talk about getting rid of things, I always 
I always am careful to tell people to stop doing this or stop doing that because a lot of times if you just drop a lot of things out of your life, you will resent that. And then it ends up blowing up in your face, right? Because if you give up everything that you love, first of all, dramatic statement, what are you living for? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like seriously, cheese. I cannot give up cheese because what is life without cheese? I don't know. I knew for a moment and it was, it was fine. I lived through it, but I do love it. You know, so to me, it's all about balance and trying to find a happy place to be within what you eat and drink. You know, I live by the 80, 20 rule. 80% of the time I do really well, like during the week, especially because I am a very regimented person. I have a very specific schedule. I eat a lot of the same things every day for breakfast. I always have the exact same nutrition shake. Um, I drink a ton of water throughout the day. I usually have kind of a light lunch and then I have like I cook a healthy meal. I don't eat fast food. I did eliminate that. Every once in a while, I may have like a Subway sandwich or something, but very rarely. I can't even tell you the last time I did that. So I don't eat fast food. I will go out to a restaurant and eat and try to order healthy. But again, if I want onion rings one day, I'm going to order onion rings because it's life. Okay. I don't get down on myself because that always it, it feels miserable. I feel restricted. I feel like I'm handcuffed. And that's just no way to live. In my opinion, again, in my opinion, this is what has worked for me. And then as far as drinking, I do enjoy a beer from time to time. Um, but I do give myself restrictions. I don't drink Monday through Thursday. That's just because I like to be able to get up and be on the air. I have to be on a morning show very, very early on the radio. So I need all my wits about me. And I just feel a little sluggish sometimes after I drink even a beer. Sometimes my brain feels foggy. I don't have space in my life to be foggy on the radio. I, I need to be sharp and funny and witty and all that. So I don't drink during the week. On the weekends, I'll indulge a little. I'll have maybe a beer on a Friday night, beer on a Saturday night, and maybe a glass of wine or something on a Sunday if I feel like it. But that's pretty much it. So what I do drink is a shit ton of water. (laughs) Like I pee all the time. So much water. They say that you're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water a day. Um, I weigh about 140. So I round up like I guess technically I'm supposed to drink around 70 ounces of water a day, but I actually shoot for 100. Um, I have a 25-ounce bottle of water that I have with me at all times every single day. My very first 25 ounces that I have in the morning at 5 a.m. is with the juice of one lemon. I just freshly squeeze one lemon into my water. I drink that 25 ounces down, and then I try to get three more 25-ounce fresh water bottles throughout the day. Um, yes, you pee all the time. That sucks. But you do feel really fleshed out. And the lemon water, I only added in 2020 after like 12,000 people told me to do it for detox purposes. I read up about it. I researched about it. And it really does. Uh, it really does help. It keeps you detoxed. It helps you <clears throat> be regular. And also, it really fleshes out all those toxins and helps your skin. I'm a skincare addict. And I actually have noticed that not just the water helping, but the lemon water uh, really has made a difference. I feel like I, I have a little bit more of a glow, if you will. So there you go. That's a lot of talk about health and fitness and nutrition and nothing really that specific. And I wanted it to be that way because again, I'm just here to be that person you know who's been there. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been there. I've been there in every way when it comes to fitness and health and nutrition. I've done it all. I've tried it all. Um, 
really unhealthy stuff I have tried and some really great healthy stuff that I still do to this day. So please reach out. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up. I love getting your emails. They just completely warm my soul. Chastaonair at gmail.com. That's my email address. I'm always on that. Uh, If you want to hit me up on social media, I'm most often on Instagram at Chastalyn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. If you have a specific question and I have knowledge on it, I'll answer it. If not, I'll send you some articles about it uh, or we can kind of talk it out. Or if you just have further questions on what has worked for me, then of course, I'm always here for you. But good luck. You know, it is a new year and a new day and it's a really great time to start over. But I just want to remind you, you can start over anytime. Okay. I started P90X in the middle of the year. Uh, it was June 30th, to be exact. That is my health anniversary, is what I call it, my health anniversary. Um, so you can start over anytime. So like if you've already screwed up your resolutions by now and you just want to throw in the towel, you don't have to. You can start over any old day, okay? I have done really well. My health addition this year, because I talk about habit stacking, right? It's taken me a decade to have all of the habits that I have now. I've built on slowly. But this year, I'm doing 100 sit-ups a day every day because I want to have rock-hard abs by the time I'm 40. Yes, that is a vanity goal, and I'm fine with it. (laughs) I want to see what I can do. I want to give myself the best chance I can to have like a really fit tummy. You know, I used to back in the day uh, before I ate all the crap in college, and I want to see if those abs are still there, if I can get to them somehow without starving myself. So... I'm going to continue to have my healthy eating. I'm going to do my 100 sit-ups a day. And by the time I turn 40 on July 9th, we'll see what happens. I've done good so far. But guess what? Guess what? If I miss a day, I'm not going to beat myself up about it because every day is a new day to start over. Okay? I hope you have a wonderful new year. I hope you are doing good with your resolutions. And I'm always here for you to chat with or, most importantly, be your cheerleader. All right? You take care of yourself. We'll talk again next week. And remember... Rock your life.